back to Advanced BS! Yes. Space Part 4 of 5. Because it's, it's a five-week month, so we're a lot of space talking. We've covered, well, just general space mm-hmm. and NASA. Mm-hmm. Last week was the planets. Mm-hmm. And now we're just talking about space. We're just getting into weird, weird shit. Space. Mostly weird, weird, yeah, space. weird stuff. Space. Weird, weird, crazy shit. That's out there that has nothing to do with the specific topics we've already covered. Yeah. But before we get into that, Steve, you had a topic you wanted it's, to it's, cover quick. It's part of crazy space. I have a couple of things that I think are a little bit crossovers, but we, we talked about the planets uh, last week. And so um, one of the astronomers I came across, he's not as famous, I don't think, as some you would know as like Galileo and Copernicus and stuff like that. But his name is Tycho Brahe. Um, he believed it's a great name, right? That's awesome. No, I've never he heard believed that a great movie name, oh, a great character name. Uh, he believed Brian. that the Earth was the center of the universe, but that all the other planets did revolve around the sun. But like the sun also revolved around Earth with those planets. He was kind of the in between of like Earth being the center of the universe, and then it was yeah, but Earth doesn't have all the the power. He. He seems, like he's really, he seems like he's really fence-sitting on that one. Well, yeah, because how can it be both? Boom. <laughs> yeah. But he, he discovered um, lots of stars, lots of objects in space. Um, but I found him to have a very interesting life uh, in general. He had a fil- uh, filk. He had a, he had a real filk fludgeon <laughs> he had a, in his pants. He had a, <laughs> he had a fake silver nose. Because he lost his nose in a sword fight. So okay. his nose was made of silver. So you're saying there's a scientist swordsman named Tycho Brahe. Well, he's not much of a swordsman. Well, hold on, though. A, he survived. Dr. Swordsman Tycho Brahe, mm-hmm. who has a silvered nose. This is just a character from a fantasy novel. He has to be. It's now, amazing. What's funny I love about every this part guy of this. He had a, a really How bad... How is he not a movie? Just had, from that. I don't even know what happens in his life. He had a really bad drinking problem. He was an alcoholic. Okay. He spent most of his time at the bar. And then when he's not drunk, he's either fighting people or discovering planets and stars. <laughs> I mean... I don't know why he has to not be drunk for those things. I'm sure he's he could doing too, just, just laying like on just... his back somewhere in a field and be like, oh, I love that. <laughs> so he uh, he supposedly died in history. The story is that he died in I mean, a... we're all going to yeah, die no, in history. The story, though, his death was Sorry. he was in a drinking competition and refused to leave the table and his bladder exploded. Oh. <laughs> because that he refused the to leave to the table. Uh, and so why he just died. piss himself? That's my question. That, because that would not be honorable. The Swordsman Code of Ethic. He also was said to have a pet moose. What the fuck? This guy is That awesome. died from falling down a flight of stairs from being hand. too intoxicated. <laughs> the moose was drunk? Yes. <laughs> so the moose was, was too drunk and fell down a flight of stairs and died. That was his pet moose. What was it doing upstairs? Like... <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, at what establishment? Or was it his house? Is this like a Western saloon? It like was upstairs with a hooker. With one of the hookers. Because <laughs> Tycho was like, "Go get yourself a little something." It's like, and, it was, and here's the thing: it fell all the way down the stairs, and its head went through the wall into the other room, <laughs> and, and that's, that's why mounting got popular. Yeah. Mounting moves got popular. Moves. That was just what I found on that guy. Oh, That's my I'm amazing. sure if I read a novel on Tycho Brahe, there's a ton more there. This was just his blurb. Let's of him read being a novel about no, him let, and I make wanna, a movie about I him. Are you write, kidding me? I want to write like fan fiction of For just Tycho pre- Brahe. How, how, you don't even need fan fiction. No, it I'm just, saying just be biography. I want to oh, say he so worked good. alongside of Kepler, and Kepler got a lot of the. Uh, Credit. credit for because, what they discovered. Because Kepler was like, hey, listen, out of the two of us, I'm not the crazy drunk with a metal no, face. No, because the next day, he's just like, hey, guess what I figured out last night? And it was just Tycho Brahe told him something, and then Kepler wrote it down. And like, <laughs> no, I, I did this. And he's like, Tycho doesn't remember it. He's like, yeah, dude, wow, that's, that's pretty probably, good. Yeah. That sounds really great, It's really cool that you found that. I mean... I'm gonna really? go to the bar. Wait, you... <laughs> me and me and the moose were getting drunk last night, so we, I didn't do much work. It's crazy that you brought that up because I've been thinking about something like that, and I hadn't quite cracked it. But like drinking, like opens up his mind in that way. Oh yeah. man, 
Me he and, would just get and, random carrier pigeon texts all night from Tycho Brahe. <laughs> me and Clancy owe you a drink. Clancy's yep. the moose. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Hey, Matt me and Clancy is... are getting fucked down at the tavern. Why don't you come down? But the other, the other weird fact that kind of crosses over from NASA and stuff that we talk By about. By the way, if you, if you hear any weird hissing, that's cicadas right outside the apartment. They're loud. So, I, they're fucking loud. Um, but we talked about Voyager 1 visiting some of the other things as well. So Voyager 1, I said, was the farthest man-made object from Earth that's right. traveled. It contains inside a gold record that has five hours of people saying hello in every language, popular music from that time, so it has like classical, I believe it has Beethoven's Ninth in there on the record. It has Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry on mm. it. I listened, you can actually go onto YouTube and listen to the entire five hour gold Did you record. Listen to the entire five? I skipped kept skipping parts to see what I could find on there. Um, Did it have the part where um, where he called up his cousin and he said, "Hey, this is your cousin Marvin Berry. <laughs> I got that new sound you were listening for." That's how, that's how the record starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to this, and then it goes. Well, I just think it's funny because it, it has music from all around the world, so it has like music from Africa, India, there's like Latin parts of Asia. Like yeah, that. cool. Um, that's so cool. it's all, but what America <laughs> submitted was Johnny Be Good. Should that be our part five? Is listen to the entire five hour record. Ooh, that's tempting. Because we started recording and didn't decide what we're gonna do for. Five. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it's it it is in ugh. it is very interesting to listen to. Yeah. Um, but that is what we are hoping. This is what describes us when aliens find it. This record, this gold record that they will have to figure out a way to play, and it also contains some weird like it does have parts where it's just beeping and different messages and like oh, Morse like code and stuff. Oh, which. I don't think they're going to have Morse code. They might have their own, but it won't match what Samuel Morse developed. But but, they, but maybe they could recognize that it is something But I think like it's like that, mathematical, yeah. too, like beeping and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just so we can communicate with some other intelligent life yeah. out there. But that record's drifting off into space, and that thing's going to continue to make a straight line out of our solar system, off into the galaxy. This is going to make me sound like an idiot, and I've prepared myself emotionally. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. Now, when you say gold record... It did not sell that many copies. Thank you for clearing <laughs> that up. Well, it didn't yeah. make platinum. So it's, it's made of gold? It's made of gold. Will that even sound good? Like, yeah. Will it? Could you play a gold record on like a turnstile? That's what they played for like the recording. It sounds fine. It sounds like a record. But wouldn't you have it's to just, get up to it, speed? It, it's it, not what will, it's, it'll survive in space. Okay. Space. Yeah. All right. No, and, and well, and what I just, I, I just, that was because there aren't a lot of astronauts' tools. I mean, made that of was, gold. that was a, that was, a, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that was also, that was a, just a. No, you're good, but because, uh, because records, because to what you know, the lines carved into a record, it doesn't have to be on vinyl. Yeah, that that type. So I think that's why. I'm just yeah. asking if I could I get a copy of this of this record and play it on my turnstile at home. If you had it, like the actual the gold, gold copy, yeah, probably not on your Yours. record. Player. Okay, I wonder if maybe you need then like. A, like a harder needle maybe or yeah I, I that's, this, or that, that was that was kind of my question I'm not sure you... you need a gold record player oh yeah, so well then no one on earth is going to be able to play it either really uh, Elvis could have I would believe that I would believe that Prince probably has yeah, yeah probably Prince could probably Prince. play it in a couple He's different probably... rooms of his couple <laughs> different rooms. That makes sense. in the <laughs> bathroom you could play it play it on the piercing in his dong anyway <laughs> yeah, you know he would have stuff like that he's crazy Crazy like space. Crazy okay, let's space. Get, let's, let's get into crazy Segway space. Segway space mania. Uh, yeah, just we just got some stuff. Just crazy shit. Just in space. Just weird shit. Uh, one one. You, Steve, you brought up. I guess before we start recording, mm-hmm. but we were talking. There's a um, in space metal of the same kind. If they touch, they will fuse together forever. Yep, permanently. It's called cold welding because since there's no atmosphere, there's no air or water to separate it. So actually the molecules of the material, they don't realize they're two separate pieces. Because there's no water or air between the molecules. They're pure. You'll have pure iron, pure iron. And when you touch them, they turn into one piece of iron because there's no water or air molecules separating those. There's molecules. nothing separating them, making them think. So on a, me- two a molecular objects. level, if you had just a piece of silver and piece of silver, and you touch them, now it's two pieces. Of, it, it becomes one solid silver. 
You've blown my mind. So they're um, thinking this would be. I huge. wish we had a camera running to catch Caleb's face for yeah. this. This I, is what we should have done. Because you just you just broke my brain. I, here's my question though. Okay, if that's the the they, situation, they don't just stick together like two pieces like that. Like they actually form into. There is. Yeah. So this brings me to my question, and this I don't know if you guys know this. There's a good chance we don't. Go ahead. Okay. So, how is a shuttle in space not crazy? Just one becoming one or, or like one piece like you just said because there's i mean there's air inside and because they're not actually they're not actually touching stuff together those pieces are already formed okay but if you and they're also there's a lot of like that's why they and and i think that's why they use gold tools is because they They, use yeah they use different so what you're working on is different has to be a different material than your tool because that's what they have to be the same type of metal you can have you can touch iron to nickel probably i mean they might fuse a little bit but i guess i don't know all i don't think so because they don't recognize each other exactly so it's so it's the it's so it's iron on iron or yeah, me- uh, nickel yeah. on nickel, and that's uh, okay. So yeah, as long as like gold wrenches on stuff, because nothing is made of gold. gold on there, shit. yeah, 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 great. So okay. that's why that makes sense to me. And then like they probably slat things differently or whatever. Yeah, but the the purpose they think that this is a huge thing that they figured out because now you could con- construct a space station in space by just being like, here's this piece, here's this piece. Okay, now they're together, and you can basically it's like soldering things together without any heat. Yeah, that's why that's why they call it cold welding is the the term they've given it because it, it it has the same uh, result as well literally just yeah. shit touching together with no yeah it's melting stuff together basically. Okay, so here's my next question. Go ahead. How did they discover this? Was this like a major oops where they're like, oh, this screwdriver doesn't? Oh no, guys, what's these are these parts? Or did they just know about it? Like. That seems I like a, I, didn't see that. I don't that know if scientifically they could figure that out before going out there. They're like, "Hey, this could happen because there's no air or water." Because I'm sure there have been tests in labs where they they've done cold fusion on Earth. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. If they uh, some places, some manufacturers will do all of their construction of some stuff like smaller parts instead of welding them together. You just put them together in a vacuum, and it's yeah. the same thing. Cold welds. Yeah. So they may have figured that it out. It might just be yeah, they just have that. That if it's yeah. done in a vacuum. Okay, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Thank you for teaching me that. I yeah. had no clue. You're welcome, go. buddy. That's awesome. Uh, my, my, my next thing I have here, uh, there is a planet that's one big diamond. Ooh. In ours? No, no. It's, oh. it's, it's, I, I can't remember exactly Flav where it is. Flav is going to wear that around his neck. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, the, the planet's got a real catchy name. It's PSR space J1719-1438 space B. P.O. Box you know, 230. Because they're, they're all about... It's like, really? Like, you couldn't have called it just Shiny Town? Like, there was... When it gets far enough out, they stop naming stuff. I know, but especially when you have a thing... Like, we found a thing called a... We found a diamond planet that's like... I found it everywhere, too. There's, there's some uh, amazing... Someone give it a name! There's Blanktopia. Well, and there's amazing low-hanging fruit, because, I mean, uh, isn't Mundo uh, Spanish for the world? Mundo? Yeah, Telemundo. So, yeah, so why not just Daimundo? Beautiful. Great name. Diamundo. Diamundo. I don't know. Right there. But it's a diamond planet. They actually, <laughs> they believe it was once a star. Um, and they actually, what they think happened was it was actually uh, two stars close together. And one died and collapsed and actually sucked all of the uh, heat and energy out of the the one that became the diamond star. Sucked it out. So it just had a carbon core. So it was just crushed. That's sweet. But yeah. And, just, and then just, so pure carbon was just crushed into a solid diamond. Oh Seems like something god. a Bond villain. And they and, after. and uh, yeah. Oh my god. I know. And the site I found too, it said like, like the num the number of what it would cost of like what it would be worth. It was like nanillion, which is like, it's if you put if it's if you put four hundred and then you add like a million zeros after it. Yeah. Or something like that. It's a lot. Some 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 number that actually doesn't really exist. I mean, it does exist in that it's been named, but it's like right. It's basically, it'd be 400 to, or four to the whatever, yeah. whatever millionth power, you know. Jesus. But so that's a fun one. <laughs> uh, there's a large cloud at the center of the Milky Way galaxy called Sagittarius B2. And they're calling it the Rum Cloud. I mean, they're not calling it, but it's just one of the things that they're on. Because uh, it, it is a cloud made of pure uh, ethyl formate, which is uh, the thing. The what's the word I'm looking for? The fucking Chemi- thing. Chemical. Um, yeah, whatever. The element. Compound. Whatever. Uh, that gives rum its smell and gives raspberries its flavor. 
So they mm. think if you could taste this cloud at the middle of the Milky Way galaxy, it, it would like taste it would taste like raspberry rum. Oh, that's mm. awesome! Yeah, yeah. Holy and then, shit! And the Ethel... So why are we called the Milky Way Galaxy if we've got raspberry rum in the middle? I know, right? It's a special. It's a limited edition. <laughs> limited edition Milky. And Way. it's something like it's it's. Uh, I think the number they had was it's one hundred one hundred billion billion billion. Like Proof? gallons of alcohol, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> of like something like that. Drink up. Um, and then Ooh. this isn't really. That's where God is. He's just chilling in that cloud. Just hammered. Oh, mm. uh, I'm gonna kill all these dinosaurs. I'll get you guys later. Just de- give Daddy a minute. Yeah. My fucking son's a worthless piece Blue. of shit. Just let him kill him. Oh, <laughs> I'll I'll fix it in three days. That was meant to make it sound like he just let them kill him, but it sounded like. God wanted Jesus to die. Anyway. <laughs> Space. 275 million stars are born and die each day. Yep. Two, 250... 75 million. 275 million. Theoretically. Theoretically. They, they can't prove yeah. that. Right. But. There's also an equation that someone has come up with to tell how many planets have life on them. It's a theoretical equation. I forget what it's called, but a, a, someone basically said... This is how many planets we have in our solar system. This is the one that contains life based on stars that are like ours and this many that we know of. And it's this whole long equation that says, like, this is how many planets have life on them nice. as a guess. And it's, like, a huge number. But Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 a lot of this is numbers game. You know, yeah. And I think numbers. his is just how many planets in the Milky Way galaxy have life. Yeah. Not outside in the other hundred million galaxies that exist or whatever. Yeah. Uh, to go back a step, though, I talked about the smell of rum and the taste of raspberry. Mm. Astronauts have said uh, in space their gear, once they come back in, uh, smells like seared steak and hot metal from welding. So space smells like like you're welding steak. Space, <laughs> space smells like black Angus on a good day. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. the, the weird thing is, is <laughs> their yeah. suits have to have an inflatable balloon inside uh, astronaut suits between the surface of the suit and their body that has to be inflated before they leave our atmosphere or else their blood would boil from being in space. Terrifying. Yeah. It's just... It's just a real sucky place. Though. Yeah, <laughs> like we, it's, uh, we, it's a dangerous. Place. Like we that... wanted to go. We wanted. Yeah, we I mean, yeah, to go. No, it's it. Everything's our fault. We had to prove the Lumiere brothers wrong that it wasn't what they made that fifteen-minute movie about. The Lumiere. They didn't make that one. Oh, they didn't make that one. No. Oh shit! I'm the dickhead on and this you, one. No, and you threw out. I, I have a trivia question later. in My trivia challenge for you oh, guys. Oh no! That was about that film. But don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> well, we'll. Still, I. I mean, okay. Our solar system takes 225 million years to circle the center of the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. 250 million years? 225. 225. I, I love You're not that. even coming across every, the every number. You it's slightly off. You repeat it right afterwards and are somehow just slightly <laughs> off. It's, it's amazing. It'd be one thing if you just mixed it up entirely. 280 but, million? Yeah. What's really? <laughs> but 225 million years. So that means the last time like our solar system would be in this spot, dinosaurs would have been around. Oh. oh, it's like the movie Cube. You ever seen that? No, never. They're locked inside a giant rotating cube, and the pieces like they're trying to find. Their I, way yeah, out. I know. The, I know the the. And concept. it's basically like this one piece won't be in the same place until like a certain amount of time. So you think about the fact that like, how old is the Earth? Um, billions. Billions. And you said two hundred fifty million. Two hundred twenty-five million. I'm doing what you're doing. <laughs> you made me think your number. Two hundred twenty-five million. That's years. my game. Yeah, so dinosaurs, last time we were in this position, but you're thinking about all these things moving around, and we haven't been in the same spot in space ever. Yeah. As we float through whatever, we've never been anywhere close to where we've been before. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, checks out. That math checks out on that one. Carry carry the one. Deep. There you go. Deep thinking. Um, (laughs) Deep. If you placed a... Now I'm just realizing, I read a fact and then I'm realizing this math might not add up, but if you, if you placed, uh, if you could somehow be 22, it's like 22 light years away, this math can't add up, because it was saying, if you're 22 light years away and you have a telescope, you can look at the moon, you would see the Apollo 11 moon landing, but that doesn't add up, does it? Mm, No. Unless it was like 22 million miles, maybe it's Maybe that's what it was. That might be what it was. Yeah. 
I, I just I looked at it real quick and wasn't gonna it's write all it down. that it's all that weird crazy stuff of if I had a telescope to look 20 light years away I'd see something 20 years ago and yeah people anybody that can see earth right now is seeing earth a long time ago because yeah. they're a long ways away from us and if there is someone with a telescope strong enough none of our ancestors even exist yet from what they're seeing so they're probably looking down on dinosaurs if they can see us and being like oh look a dinosaur planet I know we're blowing your mind. And even, no, I mean, and, I, and, and we cut and we covered this before, but just the smallest version of that. If you look at the sun, you're technically seeing the sun eight minutes, eight minutes ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, so it's like just as you get further and further away, just that time, yep. you know, stretches more and more and more because because the moon would be that light. It's is much closer. So that's that's you're only seeing what maybe seconds into the past. Yeah, I think so. so here, it's something like that. This yeah. is the part that breaks my brain because thinking about this and being like, oh, science fiction, that's fun. So, like, when I think about it in sci-fi terms, uh, that's fine for me. But when it's like, oh, hey, that's the real thing, I'm like, oh, oh. Like, it hits me a little harder when there are... Yeah. Kind so, of making it, making, bringing the concepts to actual stuff. What's like, yeah. creepy about this, if you start to think in a theoretical viewpoint, if intelligent life has dis- discovered a vessel that can travel faster than the speed of light and the beings on board can survive... They could leave their planet seeing dinosaurs, and as they get closer, they could watch all of history as they get closer, Ooh. rolling in fast forward. Or if they didn't think to just watch it, like the they the just monitor, get here and it's, they get here and they're like, "Whoa, this, this is, is not at all what we were coming." Yeah. To look so at. If there's beings that if if UFOs are true that people have seen, and they're traveling faster than the speed of light to get here from other planets, they may get here and it's completely different than what they saw. Or if they're watching a telescope the whole time they're traveling, they can watch all of existence fast-forwarded wouldn't that be such a bummer if you were going to like you're like you're those going dinosaurs to see, like, look fucking cool no yeah oh man i'm it, it, it would be us. like yeah. it would be like <laughs> it would be like paying for a ticket no wonder nobody ever lands they just Jurassic end up one Park, and instead you get like an episode of seinfeld great instead, show Jurassic, but not what you wanted but not what you wanted but i that that might be why they just go to the nearest farm and they abduct the guy and go hey where are those where are those dinosaurs that were here? Uh, no, I, I don't I don't know what don't you're know talking about. And they're just like, let him go. Jesus wiped him out. All right, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, just get uh, him out of here. <laughs> well, we're gonna stick this in your butt first, God. and then and then, then if we had built the ship fast enough, we could have been here. Or like, or if they, because in two, like if they see us now, and they're like, let's go talk to those guys, and they zoom here, and then it's just a barren planet of right. of destruction and pollution. And a and podcast then, that nobody wants to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Not ours, someone else's. Yeah, somebody else's. Obviously, you would never say uh, that about our <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> we're just having fun all day. All day, every day. We're great people. People are friends with people like us. What's anyway. the next fun fact? Uh, my next fun fact, uh, well, this was one, uh, Olympus Mons, the 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 mountain on Mars, is yep. three times taller than Everest. We covered that last time. I think I said the wrong number because I'm making up some facts. And I honestly just didn't hear you say it, and then I found it. I'm just like, oh, Steve talked about that, three times taller than Everest. And I, I wrote think it I down said four then, or six. Or... And that might be right, too. I, I, we don't... It's taller than Everest. It's Guys, big. it's the big fucking mountain. For a it's fact. The, yeah. There will still be people wanting to climb it. Now, this is uh, this is loosely about space because it's, okay. it's tethered to Earth. But dung beetles can use stars to direct their the poop balls that they're pushing. Cool. Wait, they can use constellations to because what they do is they get uh, they they push them with their back legs mm-hmm. and they push it behind them. Mm-hmm. So they and then if they get lost, they'll actually climb to the top of the ball of shit and then they'll they'll see where they are because they actually did experiments. And you can find the videos and it's kind of funny. They put they put a dung beetle pushing its ball in a track like they put berries on either side. And it gets pushing itself, and then they put a mirror over it, and it fucks it up, and like starts getting turned around. And then the second you take it away, it corrects itself and knows exactly where it's going. Huh. So they can use. Uh, I think they said they use the the stars of the Milky Way. They can use those stars to to see where they're going to find their way home. I've actually wondered how many animals wow. use the stars. They're really, they're as really, navigation. they're really just like the sailors of old. With, with yeah. big old poop balls. Big old, poop big old balls. shit balls. Yeah. I mean, but aren't we all just standing on a big ball of shit looking up at the stars to help create really? our lives? Yeah. Really, if you want to think about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Caleb got oddly existential on cough syrup. I usually feel like I'm under the big pile of shit. <laughs> um, so, uh, shooting stars are not actually stars. They don't have guns. We know this. What? Oh. Space gun laws are a lot better than ours. Oh, fuck off. They're a lot harder. <laughs> it's a lot harder to. It's a lot. They're it's a lot, lot stricter. It's a lot harder to get a gun in space. 
Yeah. Lots more red tape. A lot of, ba- lot, lot of background checks. Anyway. So shooting stars. They have discovered an actual shooting star. A star... What the, what do you get with that? <laughs> just the ejaculate joke went in my head and went out of my head. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you just... couldn't say masturbate before, but ejaculate. Ejaculate's fine. fine. That's science. <laughs> but so... <coughs> Excuse me. Because shooting stars are meteorites mm-hmm. and shit like that and asteroids and what have you. Mm-hmm. But they actually discovered a star that I... It, it, I didn't fully find why it did it. It must have been something around it exploded or whatever but it was a star that just hauled fucking ass and shot through space and it left a stream behind it but not like the streak of atmosphere like a right. shooting stardust it was a streak of stardust and debris and, and shit everything it destroyed that would be yeah that would be creating Ugh. so actually it's shed it's stream behind it will be new stars if you can think we'll of all the planets, planets where just like the sun comes through and just wipes out your planet yeah, the, the sun sprints through uh, your planet oh that's amazing the sun's coming at us pretty fast sir <laughs> yeah and speaking of shit being launched through space uh there was a uh a planet system of two they believe two kind of galactic swirls together that danced around each other and launched a black hole through space at like an unfathomable speed because mm. they showed the they like they created uh, uh like what the fuck i can't use words anymore they created simulation simulation fucking oh, thank okay, you yeah. You're welcome. they did a simulation of it and it's like it's these two they dance these two uh swirls they go together and then you suddenly see this little dot fucking shoot out of there and they said it would just it's insane but it's a pure black hole they, they wow. somehow managed to create a spot where matter can't exist yeah or it's like i think it was they thought it would be like a black hole maybe between it or was formed by yeah the the gravity because it's it's you know where gravity everything becomes so dense it becomes black holes anything could become a black hole if yeah. it was crushed have down you, hard enough. have you ever heard of the theoretical white hole <laughs> I've never seen one. Uh, yeah, I think they call it bleached. <laughs> uh, no, I was reading up on. Gosh, I'm gonna start a, an EDM band called Theoretical White Hole. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there are theories that if black holes exist, then everything in nature basically has a counterpart. Yeah. Because they say that, you know, when the universe was created, there was matter and there was antimatter. And the two things, when they met, created nothing. They canceled each other out. And that's why there's so much nothingness in space, is that there was, you know, only a certain amount more matter than antimatter. And so the matter that exists is the stuff that didn't have this opposing force. This is all quantum theory and all this stuff that's just not great for comedy Yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) But they think that there's such things as the opposite of black hole, which is the white hole. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh now i can't even finish that on the whole this is uranus all over again like it is like holes. a space fountain that spews light and matter oh so out instead, of of, it, instead of taking it in would be it actually it emits out. matter and light in the universe at an astounding rate right pace and yeah wow they think those exist elsewhere and then you could get into the whole, like, they've talked about wormholes. Like, if you go yeah. into a black hole, would you come out of a white hole? And... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and shit. Um, um, well, uh, yeah, because then, too, because the whole thing is a black hole, if you are you get sucked into it, like, that's like that's it. So does that mean if you're near a white hole, like, is that still just as dangerous? Would it just still destroy you out? My would guess it... is that you, since since a black hole sucks you in, like, I don't think you could get close to a white it would hole. push you. Yeah, yeah it would push you Oh, maybe you could never be yeah. near Yeah, right? But they said they think it would be just as bright, but it would be surrounded by the ultimate darkness around a white hole, because mm. black holes, the edge of a black hole is about the brightest thing that can ever exist, because it's all this stars and debris and all this stuff surrounded the event horizon so that's what i was wondering would you never be able to see a white hole it might be completely surrounded it by may black only, it may only be theoretical that yeah. you could never actually see it it's possible interesting because a black hole is seen by the event horizon around it right and then it's nothingness once you pass the event i mean i've seen event horizons it was a pretty good movie yeah no it wasn't <laughs> it really wasn't speaking of black holes uh, apparently the only They've only discovered like fourteen black holes. That's just 
Just I didn't know there was a number on it. I but apparently they've they've seen them. They've found them and like, oh, that's what that is. Hmm. I guess it's much smaller number than I thought it would be. Yeah. Right? I don't imagine that they're super easy to find. True. Or, and, and or common. Yeah. But even the thought of the black hole is... Terrifying? Terrifying. Just this thing that yeah. sucks in matter and it the, does not um, come out the other side. Yeah, where the fuck? I had it written down. But a lot of space like is like that, too, when they talk about like the fact that you know space might be just a loop, that there is no center, there is no beginning, there is no end. Um, like a snake eating its tail. Yeah, and just... Being able to move from one place to another via wormholes, because you can go basically where like places touch. It, 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 all of it's very confusing. Yeah, uh, and and just the, when I was explaining the idea of the black hole, I was avoiding using the the phrase event horizon because at the end of this episode, there's going to be a, I, I wrote trivia questions, but they already said it because the question was what 1997 film takes its name from the quote point of no return of a black hole. That is a that's the event horizon. Point that's not, break. That's not wait. That's not sphere, is it? No. What? Point break. These <laughs> are both just intentionally point naming break. horrible. You guys, you guys are both. We're both doing very horrible. random jokes. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but why I brought that back up though is because event horizon, like the the definition, it's the boundary in space time beyond which events cannot affect the outside observer. So. Try one wrap your head around that sentence grammatically. Yeah, that sentence is a, is a bit <laughs> of a sticky wicket. But that's why they call it the point of no return. Okay, is the event horizon then? That's where then space, time, physics, everything that is the known world that can you can be affected by, no longer affects you. It doesn't. If you you you're past the event horizon, then it's you're in whatever the 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 I don't know physics and reality of the black hole is. The outside of that is no longer mm. reality. They think that if you go into a black hole, your body will be stretched as thin as spaghetti. That was on the internet. I know. I was watching you. I hate describing visual things, but that was beautiful. Because Steve had his fingers together. <laughs> kind of like when I talk about sex. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he said spaghetti, he strung them out, raised one above his head, and looked up at it as if he was holding a piece of spaghetti. Woo! You guys are just adorable little Muppets just in my life. You're welcome. I sometimes wonder if you guys are just figments of my we're imagination. Not, we're not made for podcasts. I have a, I have, I, right now I'm actually putting a podcast out into the world that is just silence and then me laughing very loudly. <laughs> And like yelling, and, me, and yelling, and, and me like, being like, I mean, like, oh, you're that was such a bad joke. Oh, you and your facts, and that's, what, that's what's it. This, I'm, what's this reference? I don't. It's know. actually yeah. just you in a padded room saying all this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are actually yeah, these, are, these are actually these are actually my doctor's files. They're, 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 just you going, good yeah, one. This, this is this is session sixteen or whatever now. <laughs> See, I was thinking that like I was your left sock and Steve is your right sock. <laughs> one of these my white hole, one's my black hole. Um, <laughs> can I guess? <laughs> I don't think our guesses will be that much different. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, we'll leave it a mystery for the listeners. <laughs> um, there's a star that they found that is only 80 degrees Fahrenheit. It's not even as hot as inside our bodies. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> he's an 80 degree star. <laughs> uh, he's fucking cool. <laughs> so there's a, there's a cold star. Cold star. Does it... Mm. So there is... It, it, the qualification for a star, it, it has... Does it put out the same amount of light? Or because it is cool? Well, that's... Light isn't necessarily what makes a star. No, but I mean, like, uh, the energy that it puts out. Uh, explain to me, well, I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to find it again. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. There's all kinds of different stars. But there's, there's A-list stars, B-list stars. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Silent film stars, which oh. emit tons of energy. Um, Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle. That career is no, there's, crazy So to there's like, there's red dwarf and yellow dwarfs okay. and blue giants and red giants and... Were they all uh, Green PBS giants shows? and my giants. <laughs> they weren't all PBS shows, no, were they? No. Just, just the red dwarf? Just red dwarf and red green. Ooh. Um, okay, so this, it's, a, it's a type of star known as a brown dwarf. 
<laughs> this one, uh, this, <laughs> this one they found is called Wise 1828 plus sign 2650. Just like at this point, yeah, call him Dave. Call him Dave the Brown Show. Star. Just name Dave the oh. Brown Star. What? Uh, no, I'm none. Uh, uh, but uh, it has something to do. They're so small, they don't have enough mass to undergo hydrogen fusion, which is uh, what normally puts out all of the energy of heat in a star. Um, so that's so the, is it, that was the is end of that. Color sentence. brown? I don't know. You know what? Because I know ours from far away looks yellow, and there are white and red and blue. Stars. You guys talk talk up amongst so yourselves. So it's called a brown dwarf. Brown, brown dwarf. dwarf. They are okay. Brown dwarfs are objects which are too large to be called planets mm -hmm. and too small to be stars. Technically, okay. They have masses that range between twice the mass of Jupiter, and the lower the mass limit for nuclear reactions. So they mm -hmm. are just they are in this middle ground of actual little uh, planet and star. Yeah, not enough mass to sustain hydrogen one fusion reactions in their cores. Um. Like a very nice, warm star. Yeah, like you can just kind of get next to it on a cold well, night. Well, if it's or... dry, well, if it's dry, brown. I don't dwarfs... want it to be. I don't want it to be. If it's humid, if it's a humid, wet star. Okay, yeah. wet star. <laughs> That's a uh, Tara Reed. Yeah. Um, brown. <laughs> she, she always looks sweaty. I don't know she, why. She, she always looks wet. She looks like her liver's mad at her. Yeah. Uh, brown dwarfs may be fully convective, with no layers or chemical differentiation by depth. There'd be no difference between the energy. It would just be kind of a, a lump of kind of star. Sounds like a piece of shit in space. That's what they call a brown dwarf, man. Brown dwarf. Brown dwarf. Quite Interesting. Brown. All right, this is. I'm just on Wikipedia at this point. Just, but the standard mechanism for star births, so what forms a star, is through the gravitational collapse of a cold interstellar cloud of gas and dust. Mm -hmm. As the cloud contracts in heat due to uh, the Kelvin Helmholtz mechanism, whatever the fuck that is. Sure. Um, early in the process, the contracting gas quickly radiates away much of the energy, allowing the collapse to continue. Eventually, the central region becomes sufficiently dense to trap radiation. Consequently, the central temperature and density of the collapse cloud increases dramatically with time, slowing the contraction until the conditions are hot and dense enough for thermonuclear reactions to occur in the core of the protostar. Jokes? You guys got jokes? Any bits for this part? I thought that stars were brought by the stork, but you're telling me a whole other scientific <laughs> explanation. No, and you when see. a mommy and daddy cloud, when their when yeah, their centers say... get when their centers get hot, yeah. So it really would dense. What it really just all it looks like is that it would be it's it starts the process of of a star birth of how the, so that process that I just described there of the the uh, the interstellar cloud of gas and dust coming together is what creates a star but just yeah what the difference is when it's if it just doesn't have enough mass to be to create the the thermonuclear fusion to create the power of a star it becomes this brown dwarf so it doesn't have enough substance to become a planet i was thinking shit. that a proto star is probably quentin tarantino and he, god he, he damn it <laughs> for every part of that and he birthed a few stars i believe Fuck. In, uh... <laughs> that is a director who clearly has a foot fetish and he's quite famous so he's a proto star this will be Caleb's last episode I, uh, <laughs> because we're going to kill him. He's going Thank to you. be murdered. murdered. Thank you. Uh, the next episode will be simply the sounds of us burying him. <laughs> It'll just be an hour. By starlight. By starlight. <laughs> Keep it real. Guys, <clears throat> speaking of starlight and stardust and everything, Ooh, here's yeah. a little fun thing to think about. All of our bodies have come from uh, uh, energy from exploded stars and everything that have created the earth that has created carbon, created atoms, all that. We're all made of stardust. Yeah. Huh? Doesn't that make you feel beautiful inside? Yeah. Beautiful inside was those words. I so we're all up. just skeletons covered in stardust. Really? We're all just, you know, bags of meat, really. Skin bags of meat. Sure. Skin bags. But we came from stardust, so we're pretty great. Skin bags. Like Magnum makes those? <laughs> no. Or Trojan, not Magnum. Darn it. Well, well yeah. Can I take that joke again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Skin bags. Uh... <laughs> nope. <laughs>
<laughs> you can fucking try. Take three. Oh, Take three. Skin bags. So uh, Trojan makes those. Oh, that is original. Three gunshots. This. So okay. In my research for like, I just googled a lot of times like weird space facts, insane space facts. And I found a lot of lists that then would just say just sentences on them that really weren't weird or even facts at all. Oh, yeah. So this was one of the big facts that one of these sites had. Uh, fact number 18 out of their 25 or 30 or something. Uh, the moon is the only celestial body visited by humans. Besides Earth, of course. This is supposed to be, this is supposed to be mind-blowing <laughs> facts about that's, space. That's true. That's not mind-blowing, though. It's very true. No, it's just wait. a thing. Just the, just the moon and Earth? Just the, yeah. That have been visited by human beings. Does that check out? Does yeah. that math check out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, another one of their... their Did you carry the one? Another no. one of their facts is just Saturn is pastel colored. Aww. Like, nothing, nothing. So that's good for spring. Yeah. And then another one. And they and they do have... And the thing is, too, this is... You know, I'll just call them out. This is popsugar.com. Some so of them... So scientific website. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're known <laughs> for the science. Because some of them are very... Like, some of them have very, like, they have all the numbers and equations and shit. And then they also just have, number 26, Snoopy is the official safety mascot of NASA. Like, that's not, that's not a space fact. Especially... Only you can prevent shuttle fires. <laughs> Only you can prevent the Challenger? Oh. Um, I mean, he that's was what also... you implied. He was also a... Uh... I was actually talking about Apollo 1. Yeah. He, he was also oh. a World War II oh. pilot, so like he uh, did. He was a World War II pilot. World War One. One. He was. The, oh, he fought yeah, the Red fought Baron. The Red Baron yeah. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. That's um, on me. I'm the dickhead this time, guys. No, it's okay. We'll, uh, get, into, we'll get into Snoopy month on a different. And there is. They do have this on this list, and this is something I found independently. But they have. There is a. Uh, there is a sun-like star. It's not quite the sun of the solar system, but there is. There is a sun. Uh, that is consuming uh, a nearby planet and not in that it's growing and destroying it it's actually sucking pieces of it through gravity mm. it's Ooh. just pulling the planet apart and just like slowly devouring it oh that's kind of a nightmare i mean there's nothing left oh alive speaking on it. of slowly devouring ooh i tell us about your memoirs <laughs> there is some sort of entity, or not entity, sorry, that's the totally wrong word. Entity is totally the wrong word, because that implies intelligence and as Galactus. A Galactus. Mm -hmm. The world. Okay, either. Galactus. Who's Galactus, Steve? He eats worlds. He's a he Marvel is, character. He's a Marvel character. He's a giant, massive alien god or whatever. Yeah, that consumes worlds. That can literally consume plants. There is something... At the edge of the observable universe, we have not seen it, we don't know what it is, but we've seen its effects. There is something that is just consuming parts of the universe. It is just pulling things in. It's not a black hole. It's too far away for us to see it. We don't know what it is, but we're literally seeing things disappear into this and it's and they're giving it they're giving it fucking you because you said Galactus. They're giving it very Marvel names. Cause they're calling it the Great Attractor. Mm. And the uh, the cluster of stuff it's creating is called Dark Flow, Ew. right? Yeah, you, that's a UTI. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought the Great Attractor was Ryan Gosling. Heyo, <laughs> but he won't have anything to do with you if you're on your Dark Flow. <laughs> <laughs> He's an A-lister. But, but it's it's this. No one knows what it is. So there's only theories about it right now. But they're actually, you can actually see the effects of it. You can see it doing what it's doing. But you can't see it. Space Lion? Space Lion? That, that, I, this is why I don't work for NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what do you got? I just turn my notepad around. Space Lion? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and it was just a drawing you made of a lion in a spacesuit, and you're like, but maybe for this too? Space. I don't know. I'm going to think about Space Lions all week. What are we talking about again? Dark Flow? <laughs> Who are you guys? <laughs> When's lunch? But yeah, so that that is the most terrifying mm. thing found out there. That uh, is that is terrifying. Isn't, isn't that it, fucking crazy? I if think it's it called the nothing. 
I know, oh. right? <laughs> That's what I said. It's like it's a it's a mixture of Galactus and the nothing from Neverending Story. Why don't yeah. we just send out a ship that just screams Moonchild at it? Moonchild. It just keeps saying that phrase. Yeah. Gold record, just playing Moonchild. Moon five yeah, hours. Five hours. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. My uh, my last uh, piece of fact that will lead us into trivia. Uh, Tuvok. Mm-hmm. This is perfectly for you, Caleb. Get it. Tuvok, the Black from, Vulcan, the Black Vulcan from uh, Star Trek Voyager, mm-hmm. uh, by, played by an actor named Tim Russ. Yeah, he one also of, directed some episodes too. One of his first acting roles was the trooper in Spaceballs, who shouts, "We ain't found shit." That's amazing. That's Tuvok, and I know you're a big fan of Spaceballs and Voyager. I love both. So, of guys, those that brings me into what I've created. <laughs> I have a. <laughs> this is a space. Pop culture twi- uh, twiz. Twibia. Twibia quiz. Twibia quiz. Twibia quiz. It's a Twibia quiz, guys. It's going to be the most adorable <laughs> Twibia challenge you've ever been a part of. Oh, what if I buzz in? Will I still get to be able to answer? If you or? buzz in, you get a sucker. Oh. Um, <laughs> so the first question was the event horizon. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to just put the questions out, and it's going to be a, maybe a first call in of the answer basis. And then, should we have some sort of loser punishment? Mm-hmm. We also don't have to. That's yeah, fine. I'm all for it. I'm Caleb all for it. We'll decide it later. We'll do it again. So you guys, I know I, I felt bad because I created if this. If we tie, but... then it's something that you have to do. Okay. Fair enough. Challenge accepted. Okay. You fucker is gonna try to tie now. I see. It'll be tough. We'll you guys see. are gonna signal each other. Also, have you never have you never met Steve? I've never seen him intentionally. I don't throw anything. I've, I've never That's seen him intentionally true. throw a game. I play for reals. Even a game of Yahtzee against your okay. Yeah, yeah, and throw these, dice in Yahtzee. Now these these anything. these bounce back and forth between uh, 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 difficulty. I like to think. Mm-hmm. But uh, so let's let's start. So we just shout the out. Answer out. Shout out the answer. <laughs> do you guys want to shout answers? Or do you want a buzz in situation, or should we? I mean, I have I have twenty questions. I feel like I feel like we're gonna get on top of each other if we just if it's just a yeah. And I roll. think buzzing in is gonna be too loud, so we may just want to try alternating and just go for the random. But you can steal. Perfect. Okay. All right. So uh, it'll go. We'll go one by one, and then you can steal. All right. Steve, age. start with you. Age. Or, or... Age, no age before beauty. Okay. Go ahead, Steven. Marvin the Martian was first introduced in the 1948 Looney Tunes short, Hair Devil Hair. When Bugs Bunny first encounters Marvin, what is Marvin trying to accomplish? Is he trying to destroy Earth? Correct! Marvin the Martian is trying to destroy Earth. This makes me very angry. (laughs) Caleb. What up? Buzz Aldrin, the real Buzz Aldrin, mm. appeared on what sitcom as a version of himself who spends his time yelling at the moon? That would be 30 Rock, sir. 30 Thank Rock, you. that is correct. He shouts things I such as, on your I face. own you! <laughs> I walked on your face! Yay. At one point he's just talking to Liz Lemon and he just turns and he goes, No, you go back! You go back to the dark! And he just goes, Sorry, we have a complicated history. <laughs> Steven! Which of these movie murderers did not venture into outer space in one of their uh, movies? Is it A, Jason Voorhees, B, Freddy Krueger, or C, The Leprechaun? Freddy Krueger. That is correct. I wish there was a fourth option. Two, one. Alien. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Caleb. Tell me. During the... uh, Sorry, I'm going to take that again. Caleb. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> Caleb Tell me During the Apollo 11 moon landing There was a communication blackout that lasted several minutes In which film was this blackout shown as an opportunity to retrieve a piece of alien technology? Uh, that would be Transformers Full title? Oh, fuck you, this isn't I'm not just movies. giving you Transformers Uh, mmm uh, I'm going to say Transformers, uh, Revenge of the Predacons. Incorrect. It is Transformers Dark of the Moon. Are you shitting me? That's all it is. And I'm sorry, I can't give you the point because there's already a film called Transformers. My apologies, sir. I mean, I hope you die in a fire, but let's continue. All right, aggressive. <laughs> You'd be terrible on Jeopardy. Oh, I'd do the worst. 
So it is two to one, Steve. Caleb, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Stanley Kubrick ordered all props, sets, and unused footage from 2001 A Space Odyssey to be destroyed to avoid any sequel or cannibalization of his work for other films. However, a sequel was made. What is the title of that film? I don't know. Caleb Steele? 2002 Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> no, it is 2010, The Year We Made Contact. Oh. And apparently had uh, Roy Scheider and Helen Mirren in it. Oh. Never seen it. I don't think anyone did. I'd watch it. I'm down, I'm down for Helen Mirren. She's a pretty, pretty hip lady. All right, Caleb, you brought this up earlier. Tell me. What 1902 silent film features the iconic bullet in the face of the moon? Uh, do you want the French title? Or... I'm going to say the vo Voyage voyage to the I'll, Moon. I mean, I'll take the French title, but... The Voyage to the Moon. Incorrect. Trip to the Moon. Fudge! It's Voyage the to the French, French. The French title is, is Le Voyage dans la Lune. Yeah, it is... Oh. That's on you, buddy. I told you you could French it up. Mm. You chose not to. Still 2-1, Steven. <sighs> okay. I'm a little upset by that. I call bullshit, but... <laughs> I'm a sassy loser. Sorry. I say, especially since I gave you every opportunity to. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I said I would right. accept the French. No, you're right. Because I wanted to accept the French. Steve, what space set film features a character named Holly Goodhead? Is that Moonraker? That is Moonraker! Nice. Three to one. <laughs> I'm not worried. Think I'm scared? Here, Caleb, maybe. I'm, I'm scared. Know. I mean, I, I, I still think it should be maybe at least half a point because oh, I am God. bilingual. I could know the both words for it. Yeah, just... but if you would have said the title of Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the it's dickhead me. on this one. <laughs> Caleb, in what film did Zephyrin Cochran achieve warp? That would be the film First Con... Star Trek First Con... First Contact. Star Trek <laughs> First Contact. You want to give me the French? Would that help better? Uh, Star Trek uh, Premier Contact. <laughs> oh, correct. Star Trek First Contact. Three <laughs> to two. Three to two. I and I honestly have no idea how many of these I've left I'm jumping around. So we'll see. Steve, what 2000 animated space adventure begins with Earth being completely destroyed by aliens made of pure energy? Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> I, Are we allowing no, stealing because we no, have it anymore? No, I just I want to tell you that the name of that film is Titan A.E. Titan A.E. Oh, but we don't get the points. We've decided not to do yeah, stealing. That's okay. So still three to two. I'm just saying, had the had this gone another way, it would be a lot more points. What, for the steals? I, yeah. But I had a trip to the moon and the transport. You had movie. a trip to the moon? Mm -hmm. I was a film major. I uh, We have to watch that movie. That is true. We, we really do. Yeah, and, I, and I did the one class with Bobby Klopp. Caleb. Tell me. In space, no one can hear you scream is the tagline to what 1979 film? That would be Alien. Uh, Correct. Alien. This will make Caleb mad that I'm not asking him. That's okay. Steven. Ruby Rod is a very annoying character from which film? <laughs> Caleb's very excited. I'm bad at these. Um, it's uh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element! I was going to say, call me, call me, call me my man. Call me my man. <laughs> I, I don't have no fire. I don't got no fire. Why is there no fire? <laughs> that was spot on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was trying. That is uh, Chris Tucker in the Fifth Element. God, that's he's so good in that movie. Well, he's, he's per no, he's perfect in that movie. Perfectly cast. Well, he's perfectly cast. That, that character movie. shouldn't have been anywhere near that movie. No, there but was no point. There was no point in putting a comic relief character halfway in the middle of a comedy. Right. That's why, fair. Why do that? Because it was because aggressive. He was a, a very aggressive comic relief character. Because it's in Luke a movie that was already trying to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I tried. I I've stopped trying to make sense. And just, you just lean back and enjoy. Let it happen. Caleb, uh, <laughs> it is Caleb's question, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Caleb, it is four to three. Yep. Uh, known as one of the worst movies of all time, oh, no. Plan 9 from Outer Space was directed by what notoriously bad director? Uh, I don't know the answer to this, but I have a guess still. Go for I it. I believe that you're looking for UA Bowl. It's not, it's not 
Eubol or Uve Bol. I'm not sure how to pronounce the fucking name. No, Ed Wood. Oh, I'm an idiot. Tim Uh. Burton made a wonderful film. One of Tim Burton's few good, very good movies. (laughs) Sorry, John Depp. No point for that. Shit, this is where Steve could really take the lead. Steve, what film features Alan Rickman, Zoe Deschanel, John Malkovich, and most deaf? (laughs) Yeah, that's a fucking cast, isn't it? What I've noticed is that Steve doesn't talk while he thinks. So, like, it would be fun to watch you on a game show, because whereas most game that's shows... That's why they have time limits. Well, and that's they also have people talk through their stuff. They're, that's why people are... I was always wondering why people are so irritating and why they feel like they have to talk through every single answer. I'm sure it's they tell fill, them, yeah. Yeah, it's to fill that Especially, like, space, uh, you know. Fuck, the worst was, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, my God. So like, well, it's like, I know it's not A because of blah, 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 and I know it's not B because of blah, but it could C could be, but also D, I'm gonna fucking pick what, like, I, the, I would be the most boring episode of that show. Yeah. I'm gonna go with... What did I ask you? Uh, uh, so oh, the cast one. Do it. Uh, um, that uh, Galaxy Quest? No! Oh, and it, if I could steal... No, you can't. But it is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You also, you also, you also buried the lead. You didn't tell him Martin Freeman. Uh, yeah. Did you say Martin Freeman? Oh, yeah. You knew. I intentionally buried the lead. That's... Yep. And it was more... I was going with the ones who were... And, and buried the lead, as in buried the lead actor. Yes, but I. But I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was because that group of names is is so funny next to each other. Yes, Alan Rickman, Zoe Deschanel, John Malkovich, and Most Death. That's just such a, a great yeah. cluster of names. Ugh. Sam Rockwell. Sam, Sam Sam Rockwell is great in that movie. Yes. Speaking of Sam Rockwell, Caleb, tell me. Sam Rockwell stars as a miner working on the moon in the movie Moon. The director, Duncan Jones, is the son of what famous rock star? Uh, I'm going to guess Davy Jones from the Monkees. No, David Bowie. Hmm. I guessed wrong. David Bowie. I feel like a dum-dum. Uh, and I'm then... so mad, I couldn't even catch up to Ty. Fudge. And I, I think I'm going to make this the, the final round. Of uh, questions. The final round. It is four to three. Uh, so the best you can do is tie. Oh, and then we'd have to have. Then we'd have to have you find. No, you know what? I'm gonna go two more rounds. I got more questions. I'm sorry. Damn. Ha ha. <laughs> Stephen. Brian Cranston played Gus Grissom in what film? The right stuff. No. That thing you do. Oh my god. At the very end. During the variety show, it says, and a special appearance by Virgil, Gus Grissom. And it's one scene, he makes a bad joke, and then it's wow. back to the wonders. The O'Neaters? The O'Neaters. <laughs> Caleb, what spaceship had an escape pod hidden in a box marked Hamdingers from a television show? What is the name of the spaceship? Uh, the show is Red Dwarf? Nope. Well, Ooh. I have no fucking... Oh, it's, it's Hamdingers? Hamdingers. That's the name of the spaceship? Yep. I'm gonna say Andromeda. No. Could not have been more <laughs> off, I'm sure. Let's go. See if you know this? Oh, no. That is the Satellite of Love. Oh, From Mystery yeah. Science Theater 2000. Right. Oh. Joel Hodgson, he escapes... Or Joel Robinson, the character, he escapes from an escape pod that they found in a box labeled Hamdingers. Nope. Great. That's right. All right. We'll go... We're still neck and neck. Well, I would, I would have said Red Dwarf. Four to three. Well, I mean, we're still... I mean, it's not... Yeah. I'm, it's not out of... It's not out of my... It's not out of... Uh, out of my hands yet. Steve! Dirk Benedict, face man from the A-Team, played a character on which sci-fi series? One of the leads. Babylon 5. Caleb, you know this? I'm going to say the original Battlestar Galactica. It is the original Battlestar Galactica. If we could steal. I know. We we fucked. Sorry, we fucked. The plan was to steal. We fucked up at the beginning. It's totally cool. Also, Steve would have had points. A couple, but I think he would have passed me on steals. Um, Caleb. Tell me. The film Apollo 13. Okay. Tom Hanks plays a real life astronaut. What is that real life astronaut's name? Uh, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I bet you do. It was John Swizzle Swizinski. Jim Lovell? Jim Lovell! Doesn't Never. I The last time I saw that movie was 
when it came out on VHS, we watched it in class as a type. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Steve, do you know the other two astronauts played by Kevin Bacon and Bill Paxton? I actually don't know the two other astronauts' names. Jack Swigert and Fred Hayes. I don't... Yeah. I couldn't tell you which one was which. Um, so, that should be the end. Steve won. Oh. Four to three. Ugh. I have a couple other questions if you guys just want to hear them. Sure. Let's see. Uh, do you want any chance for Caleb to, to win back? I Steve want a Bacon? shot at redemption since we didn't have steals. Although, you would have won Jim Lobel. Uh, all right, all right, here. Boom. Three questions, buzz in. Lightning round. How are we buzzing buzz in? in? Say your name. Okay. Okay. Okay? I got three questions ready to go. Caleb. Yeah. Huh? Caleb. What happens if you Caleb. buzz in and get it wrong? If you buzz in and get it wrong, then steals will happen. Okay. Steal is, is possible. Does that sound good? All right. I'll give you, you, want? I'll give you a yeah, dab. I'll agree to that. Even though this isn't a tie, but okay. this is it's, Steve isn't pleased with these rules. No, I'm just thinking, like, what's to stop me from just yelling? really fast when the question's over if there's no punishment for buzzing in. Because uh, then I get first but, but, dibs on every question. Yeah, but then I get to steal if you're wrong. That's fine. Yeah. How about, okay, here, boom. You buzz in, get it wrong, you lose a point. I like that better. You buzz in, you then get it wrong, I you like, lose I like that better. a point. So, Caleb, you could finish with no points if you buzz in aggressively for all of them. I'm up for the challenge. All right. Question one. Tell me. Of the lightning round. What non-Star Wars alien can be seen in the Galactic Senate in Steve. Star Wars... Steve. E.T. E.T. I thought we were waiting till the questions ended, not <laughs> buzzing in in the middle of a question. <sighs> that's fine. No, it's good. I can find another question and we no, can start over fine. again. That's fine. <laughs> Steve can be a little Johnny son of a bitch all he wants. I thought it was... No, no matter how this plays out, it's Caleb's going to so have a I'm reason gonna be why he lost. So pee pants. Absolutely. Are we waiting until the question's over? We don't have to, whatever. That's cool. Question two of the lightning round. Cool. Zap Brannigan is a senior member of what Caleb. military organization? That is the dupe. Yes, it is dupe. What does that stand for? Oh, are you big leaguing me now? No, I gave you the point. No, oh. I'm giving you a point. You know what? I'm giving you a point. If you get it right, I'll give you an extra point. If you can name what dupe stands for. And Steve, that goes for you. You can steal it. Uh, that is the... Dubious order of orbiting planets. Nope. Is it democratic order of planets. Democratic order of planets. Sorry, Steve got another point. I feel like you just want to see me wear a dress. I feel well, like that, we no, it. I actually keep giving you ways to get more points, and you screw it up. It's actually just going to be you naked in a space helmet. Oh. <laughs> and then we might do something too. All right. We might. Just... Final. Final question. Final question. The nineteen fifty six film. I mean, there's no way for Caleb to win. But the final question, unless Steve buzzes and gets it wrong, the nineteen fifty six film Forbidden Planet is a sci fi telling of what Shakespeare play? I got nothing to lose, Caleb. Caleb, I'm gonna go with Macbeth. Incorrect. Because Macbeth in space would be ridiculous. Steve, you got a steal? No. What was it? The Tempest. Oh. Jesus, I'm an idiot. That makes perfect sense. The Tempest. Oh. Last play ever written by Shakespeare. Ugh. Baby. What about so it? Caleb lost a point in that last one. So the final score is six to three. Uh, really, we just prolonged it. We just kept giving you ways to try to win. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank hey, you. I was rooting for you. I know. Everybody likes an underdog. Until he wins. So Until he loses. What? I mean, because you'd be the underdog, and then you continued underdogging. I can love an underdog forever. I could, as long as it's under a lot of cheese. Mm, I like I like cheese on no underdogs. Nacho. Classic. Got lost in that one. A lot of bits. A lot of bits. Oh. Steve, do you know what you want to punish Caleb Good with? God. Oh Jesus! When you said punish, it was just such a brutal. It hurt my soul. <laughs> I felt it. I want I want something space related. So I'm trying to think of a space punishment. No oxygen for five. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to put you in soup and put you in water like you wanted to do. What if I have to eat five moon pies all at once? <laughs> that's not a punishment at all. It's a reward. That's, you lost. Yeah. That's what Steve that's what gets I'm for winning. I'm going to go do that right now. It was a start. Finish it off with some astronaut ice cream. We you have, have to have some guy have sex with you on a bed full of moon rocks. <laughs>
No, no, that's not. Okay. I'm not for losing a, a, a trivia, trivia round. Trivia okay, fair quiz enough. Show game. That's, you're right. You're right. You have to watch all of Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a pretty, no! that's a pretty shitty punishment. That's three hours you'll never get back. Oh, it's so long. It's so it's about oh, it's three hours. I tried to watch uh, Transformers Four, and I just wanted to stop so bad. It was not good. Like. There were like continuity, or like just like. Oh no, it's just issues. bad filmmaking in those. It's horrible. So, all right, Steve, what is the punishment for Caleb? I think the punishment so that the our fans can learn a little bit more. Yeah. And Caleb will have some homework. He has to do a two-minute presentation on film on how space shuttles work. Whatever you want to do with that. How they how they work. What makes them tick. Oh. Do they tick? Uh, do I have an option? No. no. Alright, all right. then I will that. do it. Alright, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll put that up. Make that video be on our YouTube page. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you exceed the two minutes and go to three minutes, you know what? If, and it's got to be a full three minutes. No, no, uh, uh just... No. If you can make, if you, in, if two minutes accomplishes the goal. If you do three minutes, I'll let you think of something for me. Because I haven't done any, I haven't had any punishment yet. So if you can make it... Uh, that seems like I'm going to be able to keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, and you can use it on episode. any month to... <laughs> he just made that I was role. I was thinking more like right after. Oh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Like him having an immunity challenge, well, basically. Well, no. How does... That means just any episode he can be like, do no, this? No, that seems crazy. <laughs> like, oh, you're getting a candy cane beard this Christmas, my friend. That sounds like a reward. <laughs> I meant dyed. White and red and white and red. Again. <laughs> uh, the old white hole <laughs> oh. anyway that'll do it for this episode uh, join us next week when we do something we're not entirely sure we want to do for the fifth week uh, it's a lot of weeks of space it's a lot of weeks of we'll space of and space is a lot of stuff we yeah we we're, will we're between space erotica or space recipes <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided yet yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out uh, but uh, give us a like on Facebook we're at facebook.com slash advanced BS we're on Twitter at advanced BS we're on YouTube advanced BS advanced BS podcast at gmail.com once again you need podcast on that one bitches and maybe some more stuff coming so for Steve and the loser Caleb I lost Dr. Woodley who will be explaining how space shuttles work. I'm Logan Nielsen. Goodbye. Bye.